What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Lem Me No. I'm your host, Angel Lem. Today I'm sitting with Moses Salgado. He's a video editor for Ayana Beauty. He's also the editor for El Banco, the Abuelita series on YouTube. And he has his YouTube channel called Bear and Magix, where he plays video games. I met Moses doing the El Banco for the Abuelita series on YouTube. He was on ask that was asking me the questions. He's the editor of it. I've actually met him before. I think during the art walk for Synesthesia Boutique, he was doing something, some promotional things. And yeah, he actually sat down, I think, on my booth when I did the art walk, I think four years ago. You know, it's a you know a, a cool thing. Like I like I met him and then now to be able to have him on the show. So on this episode, we're gonna get to know Moses. We're gonna get to know how, how he got started. And, you know, we were, we're recording in Chicago. Actually, he's recording in Chicago. I'm recording here in L.A. And, you know, you're going to hear things in the background. And, you know, there's things that are out of our control. You know, he went to go visit his mom. So, you know, he, he tried recording. We had some technical difficulties in the beginning. But, you know, at the end of the day, you're going to be able to hear about a great guy doing great things. And if you yourself are trying to get a project started you need some help with the editing or video or you know anything make sure you go hit up moses um you can find his instagram or you can find him on instagram at never underscore ending underscore artist there he's that instagram and he has a link tree where you know you could you could tell him what exactly you want to do with him if you go click on his website so yeah i mean this is going to be a great episode. Hopefully, you guys have been having a great weekend. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed last week's solo bolo. Um, you know what? We're going to get into the episode. But before we do that, make sure you go subscribe to the podcast at Let Me Know Pod on Instagram and Facebook. Make sure you go subscribe on iTunes and Spotify or wherever you listen to music. Make sure you are sharing the podcast with your friends. I'll be, be doing a giveaway pretty soon. We're, we're, um, we're, we're so close. We're almost there at our fourth year anniversary. We just turned a year at the Feelings Podcast, so if you haven't tuned in there, I did put out a solo bolo where I put the last episode of the show where we talk about circumcision. So, you know, if you're exploring new topics and you're like, man, you're boring your style, so I suggest you go check out the Feelings Podcast. And like I mentioned, we just turned it a year. And you know, on that episode, me and Ebony, we sit down and we were talking about like, you know, reminiscing a little bit about the year, asking each other questions and no, it's an entertaining show. So, like I said, make sure to go check out my other podcast at The Phoenix Pod, wherever you find music or 
podcast in this case. All right, let's let's get into it. Let's listen to Moses. Let's talk about. Let's get to know him. And like I said, if you have a job that you might need some help, make sure you go contact them. All right, let's listen to Moses. Stockings be bump city, where the only thing that's pretty is the thought of getting out. There's a tower block overhead, all you got your benefits and you're barely scraping by. In this troubled town, troubled I've found. Everybody, welcome back. Today I'm sitting with Moses Selgado, or you guys might know him as Never Ending Artist. He's a video editor for Ayana Beauty, El Banco Tu Abuelita, and Bear Megix on YouTube. What's up, man? Well, how are you, Moses? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. How about you? I'm all right, man. Just a little tired. Got off of work. Um, fighting the sleep, but I mean, yeah. Besides that, I'm doing good, man. Thanks. Um, yeah, you know. yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, usually before I start asking questions, I like to know how my guest day is. So, how's your day so far? Well, so far it's going good. I mean, a little frustrating right now trying to get all this together, but we got it through. I have all this equipment here, and for some reason, it's just not wasn't working like you know it's supposed to be. But yeah, 
it happens man like i have my setup too and sometimes my audio is not working or i can't you know just that's the way things are sometimes we're like with technology you can't i mean you can't you have all the knowledge in the world but sometimes you know just one cable's not plugged in and it just messes everything up there you go but yeah i mean you know my days um starting off you know earlier woke up early like usual mm-hmm. and got a couple things going on today of course this this interview which i didn't want to miss yeah man thank you um i was actually part of um el banco the banco el banco series by um by um tu abuelita and yeah man you were you're the one the man behind the you know the camera directing everything and i had a blast hopefully that that episode um you guys were able to go catch it um i think it's on tu abuelita's channel right yeah it's called um el banco tu abuelita yeah 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 on man, youtube so, yeah so i mean i had a blast doing it and yeah i mean hopefully I, i was a good interview and i wasn't too bad you know when it came to editing you know hopefully it wasn't too hard no it was good i mean thanks for coming on the show uh-huh. uh you know we're looking for some more people who would like to come on and share a story about tu abuelita mm-hmm. but yeah thanks for coming on yeah i actually um i had um his name is juan right yeah juan yeah i had him on i think well last week i had him last week so yeah i heard our, the episode that's yeah. pretty good yeah, man thanks you know i tried i tried hooking him up and hopefully like people like i said were able to catch that that episode and the the interview i did for you guys but yeah man i'm sure that if there's anybody out here that would like to talk about their grandma i'm sure you know if they hit you up i'm sure you have them on too oh yeah for sure you know send me send me a dm or email you know just let me know yeah yeah and um yeah so i know you're in chicago right now right is that like where you live or like how why, why are you in chicago right now yeah currently i'm in uh in chicago as we we are recording right now Mm-hmm. Uh, this is where I'm from. I was okay. born in Chicago. Mm-hmm. I came to visit my mother. I surprised her for her birthday, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, we'll just see out here, just taking a little vacation, taking a little break, okay. hanging out with my brothers, with my sisters, mm-hmm. and you know, for my daughters so they could hang out with their cousins as well. And like, how's Chicago right now? Well, right now it was snowing. Okay, and, you know, it was raining up in the beginning, mm-hmm. turning into snow. It's a little wet, a little smushy, so it's the it's pretty cold, but you know I can handle it, you know. So yeah, that you haven't you don't got that California skin yet, like where everything <laughs> like the smallest like breeze will affect you. you. Have to get a parka, like some UGG boots. Well, you know, if if I'm out there for for a while, I will, you know, it will hit me. Okay. So I do get my my chills. So. Okay. It's a you know different type of weather, different type of cold. You know, California is a you know when it's windy, when you're by the beach, mm-hmm. it's pretty cold, pretty chilly, right? Yeah, yeah. But out here is just uh you know as cold as well. Okay, yeah. I mean, I've never had the opportunity to go. I've always wanted to go to Chicago. I actually, um, a close family friend, um, he lives over there. But yeah, man, like hopefully I like um I could go over there. And, I don't know. I don't know where you live, but I mean, like, if I'm ever around and you're over there, I'll freak you show me around. Yeah, I'm actually in the uh, Chicagoland area. I always okay. say Chicago for some reason because I'm just close by. Okay. But yeah, my family they live in Indiana, so oh. Indiana. Uh huh. But I'm still going to Chicago. You know, I'm still gonna go drive around, go do some things over there, mm-hmm. visit some friends, 
you know so visit maybe some family members but you know we'll see about that is this like did you just get there like or you've been there for a little bit we got here sunday night okay so we left la friday night and uh-huh. we got here in Los An- in chicago what indiana uh-huh. sunday night and how was the drive well this is my third time driving over here driving okay. across the midwest uh-huh and this time was pretty tiring Okay, but uh, <laughs> you know, I still got that drive back to LA. So yeah, yeah. I got I mean, messed well, up. Well, hopefully you're able to spend you know some time over there and rest up before you know you have to come back home. And yeah, man. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, like I said, you're you're a video editor, and you know, um, I've actually well, like I said, man, you edit that that video for abuelita and i mean i liked it you the, the only thing that i have to say like if you could have made me skinny that would have been dope but that's asking too much of you know like that's that's liposuction all that all that stuff so but as far as the video goes like it was pretty pretty well done so thank you you do good work um so tell me man how, how did you start doing this well you know since i was a kid i you know uh wanted to be in broadcasting i like to be working behind the cameras and every time I would go to the baseball games and I would pay attention to the camera operators, that was something that I wanted to do. And eventually, um, when I started college, there was a, a, a class about public access. So I ended up doing that. And that's how I started with the cameras, you know, some studio work. And I volunteered with this one TV station and they were doing a show it was called um uh, i gotta get back to you with that i forget the name but I, I you know i volunteered in broadcasting and when i came to la uh i started uh, taking another class with video production and just by doing that just just grabbing the camera and just started recording anything and everything just to show them what I could do. And that involved in editing. So it's, it's shooting video, editing, writing, and producing. So all that all together. It's just video production. That's a lot. That's a lot. Um, so like what what are you doing over here? Like, have you been working with like like media like uh, news or or what, what what exactly do you deal with? Or like what's your specialty, I guess? Well, you know, over there in LA. What I usually do is just edit videos for now, for the meantime, just for social media. I do um, work for one of my professors. She's the one who gives me work. Okay. So I'm more like a freelance Mm. and I just do work for her. I do work for other people. If they come on and tell me if I can just help them out with the video, I just go ahead and, you know, try to produce it, write it, film it and edit. Okay. But like, what is it about like editing and recording and like being behind the camera that interests you? Like, what is it about that? Like, there has to be something, you know, like going to those baseball games. Like, you know, I I, I get it's curiosity, but like once you start doing it yourself, you know, what was it that like, oh, man, you just want to keep doing it? I started off filming uh, events. I started off filming with um, Hannibal Garcia from Ninosca Arte. When he threw his events at Mal's Bar, you know, I, at that time, I just got a GoPro camera, you know, 
Mm-hmm. I didn't want to invest money in the camera because all the all the cameras that I used to use were provided by the school. Now to get my own, I just got a GoPro camera and I started filming with that. And there's some earlier videos that I shot at Hannibal's events. You know, they're not that great, mm-hmm. but I did something. Yeah, that's how we all get our start. We like we started out doing garbage, but yeah, eventually that garbage turns into gold. You know, like it's just practice, I guess. Or like the fact that we just yeah. keep doing it and doing it, and and that's yeah. good though. So throughout the whole five years that, or I'll say uh, maybe seven years, mm-hmm. I started doing that, and eventually I got got myself a little bit better, a better camera, and then I went to school. I started learning more, more about editing, more about storytelling, more about writing and producing. It's all that stuff all mixed up all together. And that ended up being like a predator. So predator. a predator means like, you know, you're a writer, you're oh, a producer, okay. you know, you, you film and you edit all in one package. That's what a, a predator is in the entertainment industry. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you scared me with that word, the predator. Like, what kind of predator, man? Yeah, I have to explain it a little <laughs> bit more. I, I don't know if it's spelled the same way or spelled different. I get mixed up myself, uh-huh. but that's what it—that's what it's called. Usually, when there's, you know, in the entertainment business or in the film industry, uh, they're looking for people that are predators in that in that form. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And like, when did you start picking up the like the? I know you also do with drones, right? Like. I, I have a drone myself and I can't use it like I can't use it like at all. Like I'm I'm too afraid to get it stuck at my neighbor's house or something. Now yeah, tell me about that experience. Like when did you start picking it up and like how hard like how, was it hard in the beginning for you? Or, like you just adapted real quick to it. Yeah, so the drone was another piece of filming equipment that I added to my bag. Like anything else within audio, video and hardware stuff software just another piece of equipment that i picked up because i saw you know all these videos that were being produced with the drone Mm -hmm. so i bought one myself i bought i didn't go with a cheap one or a toy one just to start it off i ended up just going off with a dji mavic air Mm -hmm. i think that's one that's the one i got you know it wasn't pretty expensive for me at that time i think i had it for like about three years now in the beginning you know it did take me take me a while to uh, fly it just to get used to it um you know i, cr- I crashed a couple of times <laughs> um when i crashed i ended up putting one of the blades backwards oh. and i think it was about close to a year that i never used it because for, for me putting the the propellers backwards uh-huh the drone will turn on but it will not fly i wasn't able to fly it oh okay until you know i caught someone who was uh who knew how to fix drones uh-huh. and he told me that i put the propellers wrong <laughs> so now that i look closely to the propellers uh-huh. i fixed it and now i was able to fly the drone and i you know now i was able to just go out there and just film whatever i could yeah yeah and like we said in the beginning like See, we always see those little small things, you know, for, for you right now as a propeller, or like it could have been a cable or something. Yeah. You know, man, see, I'm telling you, this lo- those little small things make a difference sometimes. Oh, yeah. And you know what? I mean, it, it's not, 
it's not a secret like we were all we were in the pandemic for the past year and like well how did it affect you man like i know most of your stuff you know it's outdoors you know you do events and i'm sure like that that shut you down for a little bit so tell me how it affected you or did it even affect you at all well i would say uh, it did at some point but i ended up working my main job see i have my main job uh, my job did not close i kept okay. on working throughout the whole pandemic as far as the whole video it did slow down of course there's no events so i wasn't able to film that i did film a couple of things during the pandemic so that was just mostly just for me i just went out there just to film whatever you know i was just trying to capture like the loneliness and of the city like how sad it was of people not being in the in the highways or anything like that mm -hmm. but at the, you know I did I did what I could I could do mm -hmm. besides that just I filmed uh, some other things you can just go check out my Instagram where I have um, my videos and I think I put some I saved some videos I kind of cleaned up my Instagram so I might have some stuff on there so yeah like, and I remember the beginning of the pandemic like it was really lonely especially like um the, the streets you know like it kind of seemed like like the walking dead in some parts like there was like nobody you know the freeways were like lonely and you know I, I like hopefully you were able to take some pictures you know like some stills like to capture you know the actual loneliness you know how like, like comparing how the freeway especially like the 110 you know it's like always packed and you know when we were in the pandemic like there was hardly any cars you could like you could just speed you know like speed and that like nothing would happen because yeah but yeah. But yeah i wanted to capture that but at the same time it was at that time when um, my drone was down so <laughs> i mean once i got my drone up and running um, i mean i did get some shots but um you know i did some videos for some other creators out there some small businesses i know i did one for a painter who does uh custom hand paint on like uh signs so, you know, when I shot the video of Mal's bar, you know, I had a quick shot of Mal's bar and that was his painting and he liked it and he ended up um, hiring me for another gig, you know, for him. So, you know, I did, I did the work during the pandemic for like my video stuff. Man, that's good. That's good. Cause yeah, a lot, like a, I mean, a lot of places were shut down and some people did have to stop, but I'm glad to see that you kept doing it, you know, even though it might have been a, diff a little difficulty, like you still found a way to pursue, you know, that that thing that made you happy. But, you know, well, I mean, right now you're talking about collaborating with people. So usually like what what do you look for when you when you're like either you work for somebody that somebody, you know, like you're a freelancer, somebody employs you or when you collaborate with somebody like what what's like that dynamic that you like to see or what are some of the things you you ask in order to like make sure that the product is right uniqueness you know i know many artists or many creators out there you know are selling the same product most of them are just um, vendors which i'm looking for mm -hmm. you know i want to help them out and i want them to help themselves out as well so if they approach me to help them with video I am here to provide that type of service for them, video production, in order to um, highlight a product, 
promote a product or service that they that they have yeah and i i, I saw you did that for like Abuelita, right like you did like a little montage of like a couple of bra um, brands different brands and you made like a commercial for all of them right? it was like six of them or, or a little bit more than that yeah that was uh like like the most recent work that i did with uh collaborating with these vendors and with these clothing lines mm -hmm. um they had an idea one one vendor had the idea of just um making a t-shirt video and then i put together a storyboard storyline just how these um these these characters or these brands are just coming together in a community which is the neighborhood and i thought of the boy heights as the location to mm -hmm. film this because i really like that part of uh la boy mm -hmm. heights mm -hmm. and you know it's just going from one shot to another you know because we all live in this in the same bubble right Mm -hmm. well, for for those who are live who live in the LA area, mm -hmm. and we see people, we see these brands, we see the shirts that they're wearing. I do know, you know, if if I spot a brand, you know, I know who it is, you know, just by the T-shirt. Mm -hmm. So, you know, as far as collaborating with these vendors or anybody else, an artist, a musician, a um, beauty brand. It's, you know, as, as long as I can help them out, reach their goals in some way, then I'm here. I, that's good. Yeah. Like, I really enjoyed it. And I mean, that that was a good idea. I mean, the, I mean, you directed it and you were also part of it, right? Yeah. They ended up um, needing one more uh, person to uh, showcase their, their T-shirt. So I ended up coming out in the video myself. And what was that like? Is that difficulty directing and being part of it? Like, I'm sure that's a like a whole it's a mission, you know, to make sure like the camera is set up right, like everything, yeah. and then to actually be like actually do it. This time I brought in um my uh my godbrother. I brought him in as a camera operator. Mm -hmm. And you know, he's also in the game of producing video. I didn't know that. I just mm -hmm. found out not too long ago, so that's why I brought him in. So I wanted him to um help me out with this video. Let him shoot it. That way, I can just focus on, on directing. So there you go. Once I know, um, I, I know I have a network of um, creatives, you know, who also film, write, and produce. As when I'm doing a project, if I need the extra help, I go out and um, ask my network, like, "Hey, who's available? Who can help me out in this and that." that way i can i can focus on you know a few other things yeah i mean instead, that's... instead of just me doing everything myself because you know like you say it's a lot of work yeah that's good i mean it, it's actually pretty difficult finding like a, a group of people that you connect with like i mean i for for example like it's hard for me to find people that actually like i'm in the same mindset or like i'm down the, the same speed that i'm trying to progress my show so for you to find like a group of people that could you like their work, the way they do things, and you know it kind of matches what you do. Like I think that's super difficult to find, and I, I mean I'm happy to see that you you did find you know you found a group of people that you could like connect with, and you know they are like minded. So yeah, that, that's good. Yeah, because so, I had this um this big project to do. It paid well, you know. So uh, -huh. uh ended up um 
collaborating with some other people that I knew because uh, one, I didn't want to do it by myself. Mm-hmm. Two, I just want to bring in some other people just to help them out as well mm-hmm. and just get them to know. I want to see how they work. I want them to know to know how I work. And, you know, because I know there's going to be more projects coming soon and I'm going to need the help. So hey, oh, I have a quick, like, obviously I have a question, but mm-hmm. um, what's Bear um, Magics? Like, what is that? Oh, Bear Magics. Oh, yeah. What is that? Bear Magics on YouTube. It's just a channel where my daughters just play video games. Oh, okay. So at, at a certain, yeah, during the pandemic, um, well, actually before the pandemic, that's what we were doing. I was just, you know, capturing them, playing video games. Mm. And then as you can see, you know, how I started off with my edits. And that was another way for me to practice on my edits. Just, uh, um, just capturing them, playing their video games. Cause I know one of my daughters, I caught them just playing uh, Roblox. Okay. And they, they made me laugh. They made me, me and my wife laughed and you know, she was she's such a uh, such a character that I wanted to capture, capture mm. her, and then just put it on YouTube and just see what happens, you know. Mm. So that's basically just um, them playing video games and me just editing, mm. which now they they turn from YouTubers to TikTokers. So okay, now they're doing TikTok videos. Like like you think they're they're gonna want to pursue something similar to you or like to be. I mean, maybe behind and in front of the camera since they're seeing you do it. I'm hoping that they pick up something in the entertainment industry, just like, you know, either producing, writing, filming, mm-hmm. becoming a storyteller, which is the main thing, or just entertaining. You know, if they want to be in front of the camera, that's great. If they want to be behind the camera, that's even, you know, it doesn't matter. As long as they do something that they want, they enjoy doing, they love. And of course, if it's in my field that I'm in right now, that's even better. Like, have you ever, have you written anything for them? Like maybe like a little skit or something for them to like perform and maybe put up on TikTok and go viral or something? Usually when I tell them I got an idea, they run away from me. Wow. Uh, why <laughs> is that? No, because they know I'm a little, you know, if I, you know, the way I want the certain, the video to look mm. or I want to edit it a certain way. But uh, they usually go go off and do their own TikToks. Mm-hmm. But recently, you know, my daughter she came well she came to me, and she says she wants to shoot this. So we ended up shooting it, and that's why I got I got my reels. You know, if you check out my reels on Instagram, I only have like two videos right now. So I'm slowly getting into the whole TikTok thing. You know, I didn't have one myself. I just barely got it, but. Um, I like it. I like the reels a lot more better. So that's what I'm going for. Right, so right. eventually I'm going to end up helping them out with their TikToks. Like, have you, have you like studied the way TikTok works? Like how to go viral? Have you like seen that? Well, not really. No, but it's just, I'm just going to like wing it, you know? Okay. All right. I mean, don't, I don't really want to get to that point with my, you know, with my daughters. Mm. I mean, if they do, you know that's great right but at the same time i'm trying to keep keep a lookout for them yeah because I, I in the in the beginning i didn't really like it that they were doing you know tiktok videos but you know there's it's different times right now yeah yeah 
I mean, I, I think like the, the whole thing is find something that's popular and do it. Just do it. You know, keep yeah. doing whatever's popular and then eventually like you're going to pop up like dress differently, like dress kind of like yeah. weird, I guess. And, and yeah, and I think um, you'll, you'll, they'll be successful. But I mean, so like, what about you, man? Like, is there anything that like any project that you worked on that like it's like was the funnest thing for you that, because the way like the atmosphere maybe because you the way you directed it or mm -hmm. it was just like you had no pressure like you felt no pressure because it wasn't really on, on, on your shoulders like yeah. tell us a time where like or like or instance where you like you shot something that was like fun for you well i approach everything as as um um well fun of course i haven't really had that like a bad experience yet but everything has been so, you know, pretty, pretty fun. Uh, usually um, you go in knowing what you're going to do. Mm -hmm. And if you just go in not knowing, then, you know, you're going to have a whole bunch of things to edit. Useless. But usually um, I know what I want to shoot. That way the editing will be a lot more easier for me. So, I mean, besides that, just another fun, fun experience was volunteering. Actually, not volunteering. I was actually freelancing and as a production assistant for a show called A Show for Univision. Oh, what? So I did that because I knew I knew a production company. So mm -hmm. this this small production company did um, the production side for Univision and uh, Fox Sports, ESPN. Mm -hmm. uh, that company now has um, has grown. They merged with another company and they're out in Long Beach right now. Can't think of the name right now. Okay. I mean, you don't yeah. have to name them. You don't have to name yeah. them. They're not paying us or anything. <laughs> yeah, but no, but I do have some experience in broadcasting. Uh -huh. But like I said, I never made it into a full-time gig. It was just me uh, freelancing and because I kept my main job. I kept my main job and I freelanced as a production assistant and an AV audio visual tech and all together while doing videos, shooting videos, just, just to have something in my, in my belt and just creating, creating whatever I could, whatever so, I can still. So like, you don't have any horror stories, anything like maybe you forgot to put in the battery or something like the blade story. Like you don't have any instances where you like, you're <laughs> like somebody employed you oh, and then. Oh, you know what? Let me. I, I do have one because I, I was a camera operator one time. Uh -huh. It was for an MMA event and at the Hollywood Palladium. Again, it was for the for the small production company. Uh -huh. When I first came out here, uh, I decided to go with this production company. Actually, it was for school, but it didn't work out. So that's why, you know, I didn't do anything with that. But I still kept in, I still kept in touch. I still stopped by. That's why I say I just volunteered. And eventually some days I got paid. So that was like more like a freelance. But going back to that, to that, you know, that story. So I was camera operator. And, you know, it was during an MMA event at the Hollywood Palladium. It was the last fight, the last, yeah, the last fight. And with the director, uh, he was actually a teach, one of my teachers, right? Mm -hmm. So he kept on yelling at me because I wasn't able to get the shot. 
but at that time i had i had stepped on the cable on the audio cable that you know with my headset so i could hear the, the, the director i stepped on the cable it came off i wasn't able to hear and i knew who was yelling at me because when i plugged it back in i heard him and i didn't get my shot um, i was maybe camera number four uh-huh. which camera number four is like you know getting like the crowd shots and getting some other shots because you got camera one which is inside the ring you got the camera two that could have been the jib and the you know third camera which is gets um, the outside ring and then me camera four just get whatever right uh-huh. but i guess you know the fighters were right in front of me and at that time i wasn't able to get that shot because i wasn't able to hear oh dang and at the last moment when i plugged in the, the, the cable the uh-huh. cable i could hear the director yelling at me damn i mean you know it happens i got yelled at i didn't feel that good uh-huh. but eventually you know i forgot about it i still talked to the guy i still talked to the director and you know he has a he has a similar story because in the beginning when he started he got yelled at because he did a mistake while operating the audio board mm. and later on you know as he grew and became you know at a he became something somewhat of a higher higher level mm-hmm. of a position so now he's putting he's putting some productions together and then the guy that was yelling at him in the beginning when uh-huh. he first started uh-huh. worked for him oh okay so now you know you know what i mean like yeah yeah, so yeah. i got flipped uh-huh. so these things happen you know uh-huh. you know that director he yelled at me and i still continue to do work with him because you know he leads me he told me to go to school mm. At, at that time, I did end up going to school. You know, everything that I do, that I have done, has been for a purpose. It's just a step by step. You know, I do this, it will lead me to that. And everything that one does is for a reason. And I am happy of where I'm at right now. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no turning back. And I know there's a big journey ahead of me and you know that's why i'm an editor right now i like to be an editor right now because um i'm a storyteller i'm a filmmaker mm-hmm. you know i'm part of the whole filmmaking process i'm just editing mm-hmm. you know everybody that does film you know this it takes a group of people to make something together it, you know so everybody does their job everybody's a filmmaker just a different position do you have any like like um like interest of like maybe doing like uh like a documentary or like a like a TV show or something for yourself, you know? Um like what what's like your dream like your dream gig, I guess, or your dream project? Well, as a filmmaker, I would have to say a film. Mm-hmm. Uh short film would do if not uh the full feature 130 minute film um there was a event that happened back in chicago and it has to do with bands music like the music scene and that will be one one of the things that that i would like to work on so it will be a film 
making a film. So directing it, you know, writing it and directing. Like, are you any close to actually accomplishing it yet? Or? Ooh, I did. I just started writing the script like 10 years ago. Okay. So where is it at? The script is there. It ain't done yet. It's just <laughs> <Okay>. the beginning. <laughs> so it like, so it's a, it's a script on, um, on, uh, uh, has to do with like a like a like an event like, like a band event like a yes, concert event some event that happened in chicago where i was living at uh-huh. it involves um music bands mm-hmm. and the police oh all right so like, okay oh that's tight <laughs> i mean that's all i can tell you right now no i you mean know. i i don't have any idea what this event is maybe like if you're <laughs> from chicago you know it like you you it's, know of like events or something like that that you probably know what you're talking about but... it's not a like a big event that everybody in chicago would know it's just uh-huh. a certain group of people would know okay it, it's just a uh, one story that still keeps that it's still in my mind that i still talk about it whenever i meet meet up with some friends from chicago mm. actually the documentary was one thing that was that i wanted to work on mm-hmm. but um, one of my friends passed away oh, okay and he was one of the main characters of that so I guess now, you know, I'm going to have to change the story. And just, of course, I'm going to dedicate that to him. Okay. And um, it's just, uh, you know, that story, I like I like to talk about it. Yeah. So, so now, I, you know, I really do want to make it into a film at some point in my lifetime. I mean, for somebody that likes to talk about it, you ain't talking about it, but it's all good, man. No, talking. it's... it's I well, get you. I get you. You ain't trying well, to say too much because you don't want nobody taking it from me. I understand. Well, well <laughs> only to only to my friends. I talk about it. We we bring up that story, you know. But you know, just as a film idea, mm-hmm. it, it's 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 hidden. All right, that's good. Well, hopefully you get to do it soon because I mean, you already you're leaving me in suspense. Like I already want to know what it is. <laughs> you just told me. Well, you just uh, <laughs> you know, it's gonna someday, someday. Now hopefully it's soon, man. Hopefully you don't need that, leave. that, that <laughs> way I can come back on your show and we can yeah. just talk about it, you know? Yeah, for sure. I mean, you gotta let me see it first because that way I know <laughs> what I'm talking about. I'm not I don't want to be guessing, you know. No, of course. Talking about Coachella, you try and do something different, you know. I, <laughs> we gotta be on the same page. How have you found the industry? Like being a small fish in a big pond, you know. Like I'm sure navigating through the industry, like I'm, you, I mean, you've mentioned that you've done public access, you've been been freelancing, but like, how how do you see like the chances of like somebody like you, you know, like actually being successful, getting opportunities, not being successful, but like getting those opportunities that yeah. you know, like that you need in order to actually make it, in, you know, in the industry. Well, as far as um getting a job, mm-hmm. you know, getting a full time job because. I've been applying since I got here, right? But obviously, you know, it did get me somewhere. Um, I didn't get the job that I wanted. Of course not, right? But uh, I just volunteered, you know, volunteer uh, here and there, like with the public public access. I volunteered with that small production company that, that's now bigger. And um, like I said, that's how I learned, by just volunteering. And then educating myself was part of that as well. Uh, I did not want to take a internship because I had my main job. My main job was good. You know, I held down to my main job that was flexible. They were, they allowed me to take a day off so I could go work as a freelancer. 
So I like that about my about my job. That's and tight. that's what that's what I've done. That's cool that you were able to find something like that cuz not all places will give you that flexibility to actually like pursue yeah. your like like um, your passion, you know, something that even though it might not be your 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 main thing, uh-huh. like it's something that you do hope becomes your main thing someday. So that's yeah. good, man. That's good that you were able to find something like that. But you know what? I think we're gonna wrap it up. Um, I need to use the restroom, and I don't want to be a, a dick <laughs> and you know leave you on here talking to yourself for, you know, I don't know how long I'm gonna take. But um, before we go, like I do want to know, like, what do you hope to accomplish? You know, like through the things you're doing. The main goal is to, of course, edit a film. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's like the main goal, and of course, well, let me let me turn it around. The main goal is still to work in broadcast. Mm-hmm. I still want to work in broadcast, and then eventually, eventually finish it off editing a film. You know, I want to be nominated. I want my name to be at you know up there in the Oscars. So, you know, I want that too. As long as I get nominated, that's all I want. And if I if I win one day, that's it. I got one. You know. Yeah. Well, hopefully, like we we do see your name, you know, up in the the you know on the screen. And yeah, yeah. I mean, just keep doing your thing. And if there's anything we could do over here to help you, like just let us know. And you know, once you make that that script and you shoot it, and you want to come and promote your your documentary yeah. slash movie, like. You know, I'll, I'll be happy to have you on. But like I said, I I need to watch it first because I didn't know what, what what's going on. You know, I don't well, this is not gonna be the last time because I know you know eventually I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna edit a, a short film, some okay. films pretty soon. So you know, I would like to you know be back and promote that as well. So yeah, for sure. You just let me know and and but I, like I said, I need to watch them first. I can't have you on without watching. No, them. of course, no. You gotta watch it first. Yeah, bro. I need to know what I'm talking about. Yeah, but, yeah. Yeah, man. Well, I mean, it was good talking to you. And once you let people know where they could find you, you can find your work. You know, maybe where they could, if they they're working, they need a pro- they're doing a project yeah. and they need some help. Like, let them know where they can find you. For now, you can just go to my Instagram page, which is never underscore ending underscore artist. And from there, just click on the bio. I have a couple links there. You can go to my website. You can check out some stuff that I've done at YouTube, you know, because I have a, a show as well with Tu Abuelita, mm-hmm. with Juan Martinez. And of course, The Bear Magics, which is my uh, my YouTube channel with my daughters. And then all some other, other videos that I've shot that you guys can go take a look at on my website. And of course, with Hannibal Garcia, with his um, events and, um, you know. I'm, I'm still going to be around. So if anybody needs any help with their video production, just let me know. Because I like that word. Let me know. Yeah, it's just like my <laughs> the title of the show. But there you go. Yeah, man. Well, thank you. Thank you for coming. Thank you for being here. And definitely um, go check his stuff out. Like I said, I was part of um, El Banco El Abuelita series. You know, it's part of the Abuelita channel or series. But yeah, man, go check it out. He directed it. He was the one asking me all the questions. So if you enjoy that, then you're going to enjoy the rest of his work. And, but yeah, man, I appreciate your time. Um, I'm going to say bye to you All right, uh, at the end of the recording, right? So don't go anywhere. Okay. Thanks for having me on, man. Yeah, man. You're welcome. And thank you for your time, man. All right. I'll talk to you guys in a bit. 
all right guys that was moses right there hopefully you guys enjoyed this interview with him hopefully you guys go subscribe to his instagram and make sure you go check out his youtube that reminder you can find him at never ending artist on instagram you could also go check out his website and there you could check out some of the projects that he's been involved in and i i, I suggested this uh, before and i'm gonna suggest it again make sure you go check out el banco on instagram there talk about my grandma and you know it's a, a good interview if you if you would like to get to know me a little bit better go check out el banco on youtube you can find uh you can find the website on his link tree on my link tree or if you go to tu abuelita you can find it on their link tree too so you know um great interview like i said make sure you go subscribe to the podcast if you want to hear more make sure you go check out a previous episode and like i mentioned there in the um in the beginning in the intro if if you you know you would like to hear my voice my sultry voice you know this raspy ass voice this marshmallow ass voice you want to hear it make sure you go check out the feelings podcast where i you know, talk about my feelings. We talk about with my friend Ebony. We talk about how we feel about different things. So if you, you know, like I said, if you're not tired of me yet, go check out the Feelings Podcast. All right. And a little reminder, I have merch. You can find my merch at teespring.com slash let me know pod. And you can use the, if you use the promo code, let me know. You'll save 20% on everything on the store. And also I have pins. If you are a collector and if you just would like to give me some money, I don't know. Make sure you go to St. Anastasia Boutique. There you can find our Let Me Know pin. You could always email me or DM me at Let Me Know Pod on Instagram and Facebook or Let Me Know Pod at gmail.com. You can let me know that you would like to get a, a pin. So they're $8 plus shipping and handling. But if you go to St. Anastasia Boutique, they're $8 and you get you know you save yourself stop the shipping and handling all right guys so that's it for me hopefully you guys enjoy this interview hopefully you guys all right you know enjoying your day and hopefully you guys enjoy your week all right till next time thank you guys for letting me be part of your day all right guys till next time i'll see you bye <laughs>